Oh, sorry. Hi. Hi. Oh, shit, hang on. Everything's all fucking crazy. Can you hear me? I can hear you, yeah. Oh, my God. start a show let me see um <laughs> fuck oh did you see clickbait <laughs> no uh, it's I, not good i remember uh seeing that well it comes across your netflix yeah like carousel something happened yeah so you watched that yeah. Numby popped that one up for no, you? No, Jesus. No. Well, my daughter, you might know her name's Jules, isn't here. Right. So, so you're not doing that. No. I thought maybe she came in for the, you know, Special guest something. appearance? No. Mm-mm. No, they got their own apartment now. So they've graduated to a, an apartment deluxe. I see. In the sky, even. So she's never coming back? Uh... Who knows, man? Not as often, I guess, is my point. She has Not more creature often. comforts. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't... It was fun to hang out in a dorm that was just two beds, basically. Right. I guess, you know? It's really hard for me. Like, I saw that recently, like, on someone's TikTok or something, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. here we are. And, like, it wasn't even mentioning, like, look at this room. It was just, like, that was the context. I'm that just like, it. I remember staying in a room like that. It was not great. Yeah, like, like, yeah, it's not. I mean, it I was, remember uh, your dorm room was was spacious with Mike. Yeah, yeah. Like mine that was, West was Hall. literally. West Hall's was great. Mine was literally like a box. Yeah, when we, well, with just yeah. two single beds and just enough space to walk in between them. That was it. And so I would come out there and visit before I moved out there and uh like your door because you and jamie were both in east halls right yeah we, I, we did not we were not roommates right right but same building right no but no, both in building. both in okay. the same sector the east east hall sector right it was like a it looked like a collection of buildings that would have been outside uh chernobyl or something exactly yes very very it's like true. this is where where we keep I was the gonna workers. say something like that. Yeah, like <laughs> um, you know, we we don't want to give them too much, you know, because yeah. they they, they got to keep coming back to the <laughs> nuclear reactor to go to mm-hmm. work. So like, we don't want it to, to be too comf over there at the uh, collection of high rises. Anyway, I, I drive out there and I remember like, boy, Jesus. First of all. Your roommate will the thrill, or was that Jamie's roommate? No, it was my roommate. Yeah, he couldn't be there because then there's too many people. Because once you get about three people in there, then you're all just standing, looking at each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And you know that doesn't I mean, work for three too is, long. Three is what you could handle. Three is it. I mean, you could really handle four. I mean, you start to get a little low on oxygen, but there were the two beds, and then at the head of each bed was like a desk. Like, right. like what would be the headboard of your bed was like the front of a desk, kind of. Right. So, so like then, you could have two people, one at each desk and one at each bed. And it's like, okay, four people. It's not, it's, again, it's a small space, but at least there's, it's kind of like you can get four people in a car, sure. Okay, but the four people in your dorm room, number one, you're large. Yes. So, our, you know, we, you got to take that into account. Number two, like, I'm not comfortable sitting on somebody else's bed. Right. I hear you. I'm not going to put my ass on Will's bed. Well, that's why he sits on the bed. You sit in the chair. But, I'm saying he's not there. Nobody wants to hang out in there if he's there. Right. We'd go somewhere else. Gotcha. So now, now you got one on the bed, one on the desk over there. You know, yeah, and now you got two people just standing there. I mean, no, I don't, I can't recall any time at which anyone like quote unquote hung out in that room. I'm sure it happened. Well, that's my point. You would only hang out for about 45 seconds and you'd be looking at each other just long enough to decide where you were going to go. Yeah, exactly. But it worked fine. Like, did I, it? Well, it worked in the sense that, so one, you had to sleep with a stranger, like five okay. feet away from a stranger. All right, fine, fine. You're right. It did. The so there's two elements to this. One, like at the time, I didn't you think anything. <laughs> you and the stranger. I didn't think anything of it. Anything of like living in a shoe. It was just like it's cool, man. Like I'm at college. Uh, like you know, you're younger. You can like put up with a lot more stuff back then. I think. Yeah, sure. It all I get seems it, like an like, adventure. So at the time, you I and was the stranger sounds no. like some sort of like uh, early <laughs> '80s like BBC kids show, right? That only lasted four episodes before they right. took it off the air for right. obvious reasons. Or you know, it's just me and my uh, is 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 he imaginary or not? The stranger coming in to like offer exposition <laughs> about my life. Like, I don't know. Um, yeah. So, but, you, you know, I really like the idea, as you know, even to this day, like I'm enamored by this idea of like tiny houses and, and stuff like that. Pods. You are? Yeah. You didn't know that about me? I don't think so. I mean, yeah, you, you hinted at something a few months ago, but as far as I can recollect. No, I've been I've obsessed with tiny houses forever. More so than the average person? I guess I'm not sure how much the average person is enamored with tiny houses, so I can't... I mean, I know I know there's tiny houses, and it's like, let's see, you know, like, what, in Tokyo or something they got? Well, that's uh, the capsule hotel. I was going to get into that, too, when well, I talk about okay. strangers. Right. Because instead of having, like, the roommate situation, if it would cut because... If they just made it like a capsule hotel and one person per capsule, that seems better. Like, I guess as you get older, you just have an adversity to any kind of social contact. You're more open to it younger. So it's okay. But like, yeah, make it a little capsule, man. I'd love that. And, and, and along with my love of tiny houses, I'm in love with those little Japanese capsule hotel concept. Again, in concept... 
Like, because all you I need to blow my nose. That was disgusting. All you need is a place to sleep. I had to look around and make sure I was picking up the right paper, crumpled up paper towel on the desk. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, yeah, you know, you don't want to pick up the, the shiz towel. No. Shiz, shiz towel, I said. Shiz towel. Right. You want the you want the nose blowing, which, you know, wiping hands, blowing fine, but not the one that's sopping up all the other stuff. Now, yeah, sure, as a concept, capsule hotels are fine. A lot of things are fine as a concept, you know. Yeah. But that's more or less how I use the dorm room. Space travel is fine as a concept. I don't want to fucking do it. It depends on the concept, right? Yes, concept and reality. Hurtling I get your through point. the abyss of space. We're doing that right now, man. This Earth is traveling 66,000 miles per hour right now. All right, let's bring it back home. You're in nope. a... Uh, a capsule hotel <laughs> yeah not tethered to a planet right that seems like kind of cool but no case point that <laughs> okay. space is deadly inhospitable um you know you're flying through space and one of the little like rivets starts coming out like yeah. shake you, it's you, like well i guess <laughs> it's been nice life you hear it it's like like a mosquito buzzing around the room and you know it's air escaping and you're like fuck where yes. is it right <laughs> yeah anyway you think right because you got i, I want to just go back to like how you lived with a stranger okay let's do that let's and do ha- that and your feelings tell me all of your feelings I don't know that I had any feelings. That's what's so weird about it. You're just a soulless, emotionless, gigantic creature. I mean, I didn't really have any any issues. You got feelings. It was fine. It was fine? I think I worried more. It's your answer to everything, dude. I guess it is. I, I know. I think I was maybe... Yeah, I don't know. It was fine. It was just like... Like, I... like. In, I didn't think anything of it. I never stopped to think, hey, I'm going to live in a tiny shoebox with a stranger for a year. Did you that shower? That seems odd. Did like, you oh. shower and change down to your birthday suit in front of people your age all through high school? No. Okay. Neither did I. And I, I didn't do that, that in the, the dorm. I didn't do that in the dorm room either. You went down the hall to do any changing. Well, I don't know. I probably did change. Uh, you know, you, didn't, you can't hold a sheet up between you and the other bed and change. I mean, I, I could, would like, take a shower every morning. I believe like that's generally my habit as well. Back then it was my habit. Now I'd stop showering. But yeah, but, you know, up until, you know, up until a year and a half ago, I'd shower Every morning. The thing about showers, Brad, is the more showers you take, the more showers you take. You have the more showers you have to take. Yeah, yeah. So, well, yeah, I was definitely taking more than a shower a day, just like the Rock. Christ, you know, he went over his shower schedule, you know, like ten showers a week. Yeah, but he does a lot of physical. (laughs) 
Well, that, that's what I was saying. That's why I was taking more because I would shower every morning. And then if I had a session of physical exercise, which could be a gym or it could be some sort of like yard work or something, I'd take another one. But you didn't have a yard when you lived in a dorm room in no, East Halls. I'm talking about over the arc of my life. In East Halls, my I cannot remember. My guess is once a day, every once morning, a, every other day. No, once a day I would take a shower. I take okay, a shower okay. every day. So you gotta in go general, down to the end of the hall, right? In the morning, I would go to the showers. Granted, it was like a yeah, like a you know communal shower thing, like at a YMCA. Like you had a curtain. It was like private. It wasn't like a big sure. open room, right? You know, you had your that. little cubicle that was a shower. You know, I would go there and shower. I hate My this idea is, where they're all just in there and everybody's just swinging around. I hate that. Yeah, it's not. I don't like. That's no good. Great, I guess. I don't know. Or maybe it's that's the way you shouldn't be. Maybe so, I like, think it's that's just that repressive, like, <laughs> yes, religious upbringing. Yes, I think it should be fine. But it's not fine. It's not fine. But I think the fact that it's not fine has been is not inherent to us. As a, a biological species, it's been like drilled into yeah, us. It's, sure. a, it's a violence that's been done to our minds. Okay. Yeah. I'm with you there. But, you know, so I'm not sure. So I'm, so one theory I have is I would shower every morning and I would just get changed in the shower. Like I'd take my clothes for the day, you know, my clean clothes mm -hmm. with me. Okay. Have them in the, because there was like a little anteroom. Right. We're, a we're a tiny bit ahead of ourselves, though, yes. because you, you had to get up, you had to wake up, woke up, fell out of bed, what am I wearing on my body? My pajamas. Okay, your pajamas. Yes. You're, you wear you wore pajamas. You weren't like... <laughs> yes. Well, you know... In your boxers or something. No, I was not in my boxers. So you had... But you're wearing, like, tidy whities back then, probably... <laughs> Back uh, then, maybe. maybe boxers. Maybe who knows? Maybe you were on the threshold of boxers. I want to say, okay, let me think about this for an extra second. What year was that? Well, ninety. No, it was probably tidy whities. It was probably tidy whities. I was on the threshold, but it was probably still yeah. tidy whities right then. Yeah, yeah. All right. So then you had pajama bottoms, long, long pant pajama bottoms. Yeah, or short pajama bottoms. Oh, okay. So not shorts. Just kind of like athletic shorts kind of thing or something. Gotcha. Like gym shorts or something. Yeah. Yeah, because do they make like, except for, like I've seen girls wearing like skimpy, like pajama bottom shorts. Right. In like, what's it, the one where they make the uh, Nasty Creatures, the uh, Lindsay Lohan vehicle. I should know it. And they're all mean to each other. Mean bitches. Mean, mean girls. girls. Yeah, don't, they're like cavorting around in like little short bottom, short, short pajama bottoms. They Okay, if you say so. I, I have know, seen the movie, not. but I, I don't, don't know remember. that I can pin. But yeah, I know. I get the idea but of dudes, like shorts. Yeah. Generally, it's just like, ah, throw on my gym shorts and a T-shirt. Right. right. That, so that's your... That that's was my PJs, it. yeah. Unless it was right. wintertime, then I would be wearing like a long PJ pant type thing. like a, Makes sense. You know, flannel PJ pants or something. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. All right. Checks out. 
Right, but you're not like even even uh okay, now I'm going to go down the hall to the shower. It's not like you strip down to your tidy whities the whites. No, no okay. and just like go down. No, no, no. Was it ever spoken about or is it just sort of an understood cuz I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I don't like, remember anything. I don't remember. I mean, you know, it's and like, so, let's set the ground rules here, Will. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and I also feel like I was, um, so I'm saying I probably got changed in the bathroom, which maybe I did, but I also feel like I could have not done that and like walked back like to the room with like, uh, I don't know, a towel or something. I mean, I think right. that's doable. I could picture myself. The main reason I say I could picture myself doing that is because when I shower, get out of the shower, I do not like to put clothes on right away. Yeah, you got to dry off. I like to get, well, yes, dry off with a towel, <laughs> but then also I need to air dry for about 10 minutes. Okay. Op, op, optimally, right? And that, I can't always do that. I don't always have that luxury. Right, but if I'm may... lounging about on a Saturday, not, it's like, yeah, I, okay, I'm out of the shower. You know, I'm all steamy. Even though yeah. I wiped the towels all, you know, I don't want to put clothes on that. But all that's trapped in there. Sometimes you just fucking can't put them on because it's too steamy, like you said. Yeah, yeah. Try so, pulling up a pair of jeans when right, you're all exactly. like, post-shower steamy. It's exactly. impossible. So socks on? Get out of here. Yeah, 100%. So I don't know. I also think my roommate and I kept such different hours that I could have probably stripped down naked in there like every day got changed and like he just wouldn't have been there now how is that because classes aren't at midnight you know yeah like but classes are during the day i've had okay so not during this semester but i did have a semester where my first class was at four forty-five p.m yeah okay so i you know it, there's there, there are ways dude right actually yeah now that you mention it i <laughs> When we moved to one two three High Street, the first semester we were there, my I think Tuesdays and Thursdays, my first class was at six forty five p.m. Yeah, but only two days a week. I had other right. shit on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah, yeah, that four forty five was just three days a week for me. And then the other times, I think there was like a one p.m. was the class. Yeah, and yeah, I'd that's... sleep in and fucking miss it. Well, I would sleep in and miss the class. 645 class. So Yeah. Yeah. Because it was on the other side of fucking campus. It's just the inherentness. Like, like you know, you, you'll ex just like that, how they say you'll expand to, like, take up your container, you know, your house. It's the same thing. Like, yeah. if you're a college student, whatever your first thing is, like, you're going to sleep in for it. Even if it's at 645 p.m. If your I mean, first class is at 6.45 p.m., you're not going to bed till like, noon, you know? the container. Don't get him started. No, don't get the tones going. Yeah, it's whatever. Tony! Yeah. Tony. Tony. Shush. Shushy. Um, yeah, whatever Whatever time your first class is, that's when you get up. Yeah. So 6, 6.45 p.m., I'm going to bed at 1. Right. It's 1 p.m., yeah. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. Well, you slept in until like 7 p.m. and missed your class, so you ain't going to bed at like 11 that night. No. How can you? You can't. Right. So you stay up all night. It's you're just drinking a, coffee and it's shit. It's a horrible cycle. And it's like, well, or it's a wonderful 5 a.m. cycle. 
It's 6 a.m. now. I think the corner room selection of uh, beer pitchers is about to right. be available. Or going for a fucking like breakfast buffet. Yeah. When man. it's but like then, to then you, to you, it's like the equivalent of like 2 a.m. to a normal person. Right. Hitting the Denny's. But it's like 7 or 8 a.m. in reality. Like, yeah, it's just like that's the best shit. Well, Ian Park had that midnight breakfast buffet and that was a fucking... Oh, that's a revelation. That was a treat when that happened. They had the finger on their fucking pulse when they did yeah, that. They definitely did. Nice work. It ran from like midnight to 3 a.m. or something. Oh, perfect. Yeah. All right. So now you're coming back from the shower and you think now if you've left the room and your roommate wasn't there. Yeah. Good chance he's out for a while. You yeah. know he's not coming back. You know yeah. his schedule. I mean, yeah, I knew the the gist of his schedule, I would imagine. So I so knew maybe, when it was safe. Right. So I mean, it might even like, like, okay, oh, I'm going to like, you know, strip down. You know, I'm changing my underwear in here. He's not here. I might go and like lock the door. Put on the underwear. Okay, yeah. unlock the door. Yeah, just in case. You know, just if he has to come in, he won't just barge in. He'll, I'll hear him right. fumbling with the key. and I'll be like, oh, shit. Oh, pull, sorry, these up, pull up these tidy whities quick. Like, yeah. Like, habit so I, I, I think a, a combination of getting changed in the shower, which if I had to pick, I'm going to say that's what I probably did. Or at least maybe close to it. Maybe I had. Yeah, I probably got changed in the shower. That's what I think I did. Now, there's another risk to all of that, what you've just described, mm -hmm. and that's getting any shower water onto your new clothes oh yeah that's definitely a risk but it's not too hard like i said there was like an anteroom right like each shower cubicle had a little anteroom space oh inside the cubicle the showering area itself yeah, yeah so i think wow i want to say there was like two curtains i might have this way wrong but there was, I, I'm pretty sure there was an anteroom space. So it was just like, yeah, a little space and then little the bench, shower. little shelf. Yeah, maybe. a little tiny bench and a hook. You know, just, just a bench wide enough for like your ass. But like that was yeah. enough. You know what I mean? But I'm not sitting down on that. I'm using that for my clothes. Yeah, probably. I'm putting, my, yeah, I'm putting, yeah. yeah, something like that. My little like shaving not, kit on that. Yeah. Not in there to like lounge around. Right. In the water, sure. But not like, I'm not going to sit there and read a book. Yeah. And then, okay, shower, get that all done with. Anteroom now, great, mm -hmm. that's nice. But you don't have any clothes on. I assume you have a little... Did you wear... Um, are you barefoot in the shower? No, I'm wearing... Well, I was wearing flip-flops in and out. Did I go barefoot in the actual shower? I may have sometimes... It's risky. To Seems be honest, risky. none of this is based on memory. This is just right. based no, on you. a simulation I'm running of yeah. myself. I understand. Um, yep. And I, I want to say I probably was just like, yeah, I don't care. I don't need to wear these in the shower. Or you forgot them. And you I realize like it's quote unquote gross, but I don't fucking care. I'm just going to do it. Yeah. Or like I was saying, you forgot them. And you weren't, there's no fucking way you're walking all the way back to your room down the hall and then back just because you forgot your little flip-flops or whatever. Well, so I would it. wear the flip-flops there. You know what I mean? Like, I'd put on oh, my flip-flops. Right, right, right. I definitely yeah. wore the flip-flops 
to the ante room from my dorm room to the ante room because there's no soap getting put down on those carpets or whatever in the hallways you know right yeah so yeah, you, it was you just, better be shooed. just weird to be walking around barefoot i feel yeah yeah so you i had be shorn i had little flip floppy things that i could just slide on to, to walk out there and walk back i don't think it's gross necessarily you just might get athlete's foot yeah, well, you it's just a might risk. get some fungus in your toes, and then yeah. could get into your nails, your toenails, right? Which I guess is gross. Athlete's foot is—is is that? Am I correct that that's kind of like, um, well, it's fungal. It's like uncurable, though. Like it's no. treatable, but like you just have it forever. That's not correct. It'll like ref. Okay. Good it, to know. It can go away. I had it. All right. And like, God knows where that came from. Probably yeah. I made a mistake one time in the dorm room. Right. Or down the hallway or something. And it got me. Yeah. Didn't have health insurance. It got into my nail. Well, you were to, an athlete, so. Well, yeah, but all that means of... is like you're barefoot where other people are barefoot. So well, exactly. Like, what I mean yeah. is that's what athletes do. And you are an athlete. So there's a whole other vector. But I never, you know what? I was probably barefoot. Yeah, I wasn't taking my my tidy whities or my boxers off and swinging around though. That's right. for sure. Right. But yeah. Anyway, the doctor who did I, oh gee, he like cut this toenail off of me or something. I videotaped it, and I gave him a copy of it. It's horrible. Nice. I can find it. I'll send it I, to you. It's disgusting. I feel like I remember this. Yeah, you. I had just got a fancy new mini DV camera, and I was all jacked up to use it. And it's like, oh, this is some footage that not everybody will have. I'm going to record it. Yeah. I was like, hey, do you mind if I record this? He's like, no, go for it. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'll bring you a copy. And I did, and as a reward, he gave me like, because he had noticed I had some athlete's foot and got into my toenail, he gave me all this Lamisil, like a month's okay. supply of Lamisil. This is maybe a month before we moved down to Florida. Um, and I fucking took it and I cured it. Never came back. Gone forever. And it was like Good. really in there. So, yeah, gone. Good. It's wonderful. So anyway, there's no going barefoot. But what you're saying in the actual shower, sometimes maybe you were sloshing around barefoot. I'm guessing I was. Which you know, at least it's I'm, a soapy I'm environment. That it's a, it would not be crazy that I would do that, based on what I know of myself. But on the especially reg, back then, on the reg, you're shorn. I keep saying shorn. I want it to be the word for for having shoes on your feet. Yeah, for having shorn. shoes on. Yeah. Um. Maybe. Okay, and then I the honestly I, don't know. The reason I ask is because you've got to get the feet dry before you put your underwear on. And I'm just wondering. And here's why I I'm use the bench. Questions. I use the bench. You, you sat on the. But where'd you put your dry clothes then? There's a hook. You're hanging pants and shirt. Yeah. And socks all I, up on Maybe there, there right? was like a bench no and then on the thing facing the bench, there was a hook and a little shelf. I don't know. That shelf seemed, that little shelf that may or may not have been there seems dangerous though. 
It all seems dangerous. I mean, even yeah. today, it's dangerous a lot. In just a regular old bathroom, there's lots yeah, of danger. You know, like, you're it's right tough. About that. You're right. You know, you put it on the toilet seat or something. Oh, I, I don't even want to do that. Which but is sometimes fine. Sometimes there's no choice. But it gets so steamy, the condensation from the toilet, it starts sweating like crazy. And then if you weren't really careful, if a little bit of your clothes was touching the toilet bowl or something, not the bowl, but the tank, yeah. you know, now it, yeah. now that part got uh, drenched. And you're trying to have a good start to a day or even mm-hmm. if a good start to a, an evening. And you can't be starting off with like a cold, damp party or underwear. Especially yeah. after you've like air dried and it's all ready to go, and then you put something on and it's like cold and you know it's wet. That's just mm-hmm. like, oh, this fucking sucks now. But I don't remember the bathrooms, the showers, anything about West Halls. None of it. I don't remember going to the bathroom, what it looked like, anything at all about I it. I definitely remember what the bathroom looked like. But like in you, I have... No, no, no. In East Halls. Oh, yeah. Although okay. I think I remember it in West Halls very vaguely. Here's the thing. I remember what the bathroom in South Halls looked like because I had to take a shower there once. See, that's how they get you. You just do it once. It gets burned in. Yeah. And Part of the routine, you're not you twisting just off. It. Right. You're not twisting off into other path. That's the only pathway to that specific memory. Right. So it doesn't get fucked up. Yeah. It's one path out to one little area. It's like a, an ante room doesn't even have a shower, and you'd sit on the bench, and it's like you're looking around. Okay, here's the bathroom at, in South Halls. Remember this perfectly because you're just in the little shelf ante room, and there's nothing else to look at, so it doesn't get all trampled down and fucked. Yeah, I remember the. Now that you mention it, like I hadn't thought about that, but yeah, I definitely remember that South Halls bathroom pretty well. I wonder why I don't remember the. Yeah, well, I guess we just explained why, but it's still weird. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot of, ex, ex, like, memories. Like, I remember the room. I don't remember really using it. I don't remember my shower routine like we're talking about. Like, maybe I did just wear, like, a shower robe there and back and got changed in the room. That That's possible. Or, like, a towel and a shirt. Yeah, or, like, a towel and another towel. Towel for the yeah. bottom, towel over the shoulders or something. Or like a, uh, you know, or just had like, okay, I'm going to, like you mentioned putting on jeans and underwear and stuff. Maybe I just had like, you know, I mean, I can't imagine myself doing this because this really is against, goes against migraine. Like putting those like shorts back on or something, right? But I'm the yeah. type of person that would have an elaborate scheme where I would take the like the the shorts and t-shirt that I would wear the next night to bed and take those with me in the morning and then when I come because they're clean I can put them on then when I get to the room take them off like fold them put them in a little special place that's like okay that's what I wear tonight okay and then get changed in my room knowing because I know no one's going to be in there like I I could imagine that happening or it could be a combination because I know the schedule like is my roommate going to be home? Well, I don't want to be being naked in there. So I guess I have to finagle getting changed in the shower, ante room. Oh, I know he's gone. I'm just going to, yeah, do some scheme where I uh, come out with a towel. There was definitely, okay, so I have a, here's a memory I do have. It's coming back. 
It's not of East Halls, but this will tell you something about maybe my routines. Or it's I've telling me years. something. I do remember there was one time. I don't remember what precipitated this. Exactly. But I took a shower at South Halls. And I then went straight from the shower to 123 High Street. <laughs> and I was wearing a pair of shorts. I'm just going to call them athletic shorts. Uh-huh. They're technically not athletic shorts. I don't know what they what you would call these things. I'm just going to call them athletic shorts. It's fine. It's gym close shorts, enough. But whatever. Yeah, gym shorts. I wore gym shorts and nothing on top, just like a towel kind of around <laughs> my neck. What? To kind of obscure my man boobs a tiny bit. Yeah. And I walked and I had like sandals on, little flip-flops. And I went from the shower in South Halls. Because 123 High Street is very close to South Halls. It's close, but you got to cross the main drag. Yeah. Up the hill a little bit. Yeah. Cross the other way. Yes. I walked from there to High Street. I remember hanging out on High Street. Like that. In your shorts and whatever, flip-flops? Shorts and, and flip-flops and a towel. Yeah. You probably got rid of the towel once you were there. I'm, yeah, I think... I, mm. You're not going about with the towel draped around your shoulders, are you? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like draped like a cape. It was just like around the back of my neck, then all in front. You know what I mean? Like a tube. A towel is now a tube, and I'll just put it around the back of your neck and hang out the front of you tube yeah a a towel tube like a shape it's like a cylinder are your arms outside of the tube like is it yeah the tube go up underneath your armpits no not at all it's the classic person wearing a towel around their neck well yeah it goes i'm probably overthinking it but something you said made me feel like it was like draped over my shoulders or something like you said it was draped over your shoulders well it's on the top of my shoulders how can it be on the top? <laughs> the classic move is it goes up underneath your armpits. You bring it over and you tuck it in in front. For men, we do that, but we only have to do from the waist down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about the... either of that. Yeah, I understand now what you're saying. Okay, okay. No, well, no, I don't no. understand. I can't picture this. You're going to be go- like Google <laughs> searching men wearing towels now. I know. Your wife, Powell you might know her name's Christine, is going to be looking through your history like men wearing whatever. He was looking up perennial raffies <laughs> right. two hours ago, so however you pronounce that. Towel, towel around neck man. <laughs> there. Yeah, all these pictures. All Millions right. of them. Send it. Just send it. I mean, granted... This guy is not like, I probably wasn't as like, oh, okay, okay. See, when you said tube, (laughs) when I hear the word tube, (laughs) I imagine that then something goes inside the tube because it's a tube. It's there for putting things sure. inside it. Yeah, I hear so what I you're saying. I would consider this like a rope, a towel rope. That's and probably, you're I, right. That's probably I, better. I would have known, I think, maybe. It was tube-shaped from the external point of view. 
is what I meant to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. So this is like a... Um, it's like a scarf. You should have said I wore it like a scarf. There you go. Yep. See? Yep. That would have got the message. Language. That would have got the message right across. You're right. That would, I sh that would have been a good strategy for me to use. And I also think it's pretty daring to wear it like this. Yeah. Like you don't give a fuck. No. Nice work. Now what? I think I have your shower routines from college down pretty good. You were never naked in that room, and if you were, the door was locked, and it was only for a very brief moment. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if there was maybe a you know an exception here or there, but in general, yes, I'm gonna yeah. say that was it. But like you, I really don't have a memory. Yeah, yeah. I think same thing, except I'm gonna say I probably just wore boxers and a t-shirt, but I wasn't rooming with a total stranger, at least. Right. Because I'd known Mike for almost a year, at yeah. least. It's like Jules, with her room, she had her high school friend. They were rooming together, so not that big of a deal. Tons of sleepovers together and shit, so no big deal. Now, I'm trying to imagine, since all we're doing is running these simulations that we think very well yes. may have happened, I'm trying to run the simulation of what very well may have transpired to cause you to leave the shower and walk over to one, two, three high street without even putting a shirt on. Now I granted, I know you like to air dry, but yeah, it might've been a combination of that. I feel like it was a very hot evening, you know, it was, and those dark storms out. were not, it, this was nighttime, but it was dark out. That is correct. Okay. That, that changes the, um, algebra a little bit. That's that's another variable. I hadn't considered that variable. Okay, now we're tweaking it to nighttime, because you're not, you're not just like lumbering across College Ave in the broad daylight with like stopping traffic and shit with the towel roped around your neck, half yeah. naked. Now it's at night. It's at so night. You have a little bit of cover of darkness. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's still a well illuminated area, but are I you think doing it? to be outrageous perhaps probably some combination or maybe it was just like yeah it was like okay i'm done in the shower it's like it's hot why bother going back walk like back to my room when i could just walk from here to high street which is my ultimate destination sure <laughs> maybe it was something weird like I, I got locked out and i was like well jamie who at the time was my roommate like, isn't yeah. going to be back for two hours. So what am I going to do? Well, I'll just walk and hang out in my uh, gym shorts and nothing else. Gym shorts and flip-flops. At Adams for a couple Might hours well. until it's time. Whether he's there or not. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't even keep that door locked. Jesus. No. Just, well, the very first time <laughs> I hung out there, no one was there. The very first time. It was like you were just moving in. Mm -hmm. And you were like, yeah, me and my brother Dave, like we got this, we're moving in. And like somehow it was set, like, yeah, meet us there like at eight o'clock or something like that. And I was like, okay, I get there at eight. Like no one's there. There's like <sighs> plastic covering everything. 
Well, like, the doorways, we didn't have electricity, I don't think. Yes, and there no, was no, no power. No heat. No heat. So you had, yeah, there was like plastic covering all the windows. I guess that's what it was. In my mind, it transmuted in my memory to like plastic covering all the furniture. You know, yeah. like maybe you were going to paint and you covered like the oh, couches and the TV and the, you know, table and everything. Which is everything was just covered with uh, could be. plastic. So I, I was just in so, this, but maybe, yeah, I was just in my mind, but it could have just been the plastic sheets that you had like between each door and over well, the windows and stuff. We had blankets between the doors cause that provided a thicker buffer between the cold areas. I mean, yeah. <laughs> cold areas, right. It maybe made it 10 degrees warmer in the secluded area than the rest of the home. Right. Now, this is January it was like 47 in instead of, or more like 42 instead of 29 right exactly because it was freezing in the rest of the home uh yeah yeah so i was yes i just remember being in there in the plastic covered home in the freezing cold dark (laughs) and like no one else was there yeah this was before i was just like i'll sit (laughs) i'll just sit and wait for him and i was there for like i was just there for like two hours in the dark plastic (laughs) house no one else was here. It's like a yes, a set for the American Psycho. <laughs> that is yes, exactly. And it's some Huey Lewis comes on in the background. <laughs> Fuck. Wow. I, you know, for some reason, I had no recollection that that was your first time there. That's well, it not... didn't happen to you, so you wouldn't remember it, right? But yeah, I, I would have. I mean, I had to come back at some point. Right. I don't remember how the night resolved. Maybe I eventually just went back. I don't know. Maybe. Or maybe I want to say you eventually showed up. I would hope so. But schedules were even harder to keep back then, I feel. Or were they easier to keep? I don't know. I'm trying to make excuses for my tardiness. Yeah. (laughs) Don't know. Well, I don't think it was like, well, me. It's just like, yeah, I had to go to the hardware store to buy battery powered heater yeah that could be i'll be yeah well you know it's like 4 p.m now so yeah just come over tonight or what we it's like okay i have i have this now we did this in belfont maybe it's where i got the idea but we may have run because okay at high street you go up the stairs there were two apartments Mm mm-hmm one on the right, one on the left. Ours was on the right. And then the whole bottom floor were the gymnasts. Yes. There was a basement to that place also. Uh, more like a garage, I guess, than mm-hmm. a basement. Mm-hmm. But it's on that little street. The entrance to it is on that little street, like where garbage cans would go. And in there, and through the doors, was the uh, laundry area. Which was just a like a murder basement, murder okay. garage, but it had a washer and a dryer. Okay. So I want to say that um, we were probably getting extension cords so we could run one out the back fire escape oh. and down to that area so we could have like a light right. and, and maybe a heater on. Right. A li- I mean, you could get like a kerosene heater or something, I guess. We didn't have any oh, of that. you didn't have any of that. Yeah, I was like, here you go. Think you know, that like sounds really here. familiar to me. The, like, extension cord coming in through the window. 
Yeah. And it's like, that's our single source of power. Like that definitely. Uh, And like the rest of the home was cold as fuck anyway. So what does it matter if a window's cracked open an inch? (laughs) It's already 29 in there. We can get no worse. Yeah. You've, you've, you've attained complete equilibrium with the outside. That's right. Except for the little living room enclave where it was, you know, if we got enough people in there, it could get up over 50 just barely. Yeah, I and I, I don't remember that one, but I remember then maybe the next time when it's like, hey, we actually have an apartment. And it was that. And like multiple people were there. And I was just like, well, this kind of sucks. We're just going to go back to our dorm rooms. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, no. We have around. an apartment. Like, yeah, that checks out. Yeah, we have an apartment. It's awesome. We have no heat or power, no lights. <laughs> it's in the forties inside. Yeah, it's above no freezing lights, no at least, though. It's above freezing. It's, above, it's, above it's freezing. about thirty-seven, so it's all good. <laughs> we had to sleep in there, you know. We had no hot water, and that's probably why I took the shower. Now that I think about it, over at South Halls, right? You know, Jamie taught me something about showering (laughs) that started off weird uh when i took that shower (laughs) oh boy but uh he's like do you what's the do you shampoo first or do you wash your body first i'm like i wash my body and then i shampoo he's like dude you start from the top and you work your way down i was like holy shit you're right I mean, that makes a lot of sense, but when I had hair, I definitely did not do that. The shampooing was last for whatever reason. Yeah, for whatever reason. It was never questioned or examined by myself. Me either, until he said that. And I'm like, well, Jesus. Because now you got to rinse your whole body off again once you shampoo. Yeah. It's like you just did that. Having a second rinse maybe isn't a bad thing, though. Yeah, I don't think it's necessary. Bonus rinse. But yeah, I think you're right. It's not necessary. It's not efficient. You rinse it all out, hair's clean, body's pretty much clean, but now you soap everything down, wash the rest of the body, and you're rinsing top to bottom as you go. It's all ready to go. I'll do a second rinse anyway. So just to, like, you know, bathe in the warmth and glory of a shower. Yeah. Get that hot water on the small of your back. Loosen up them ligaments and shit. Now that we're... Of a certain the age. The nape of your neck. That stuff oh, works. good. Yeah. Now, if you're someone who conditions, you'll shampoo first, mm-hmm. get it all clean, and then you'll put the conditioner in. Now mm-hmm. you can go about washing your body. So it makes sense in both cases. Yeah. Because now you have some passive head time while you're cleaning the rest of your body to let the conditioner sit there. Yeah, that is a good point. Just makes perfect sense. Like, he either put a lot of thought into it or he was coached somehow. Yeah. You know, he had that ability to just cut through the illusion. and Right, and see that diamond-like crystalline truth. Yeah. Good work. You know who you are, Jamie. Well, what do we want to talk about today? 
Anything good? Well, what do you got going I, on? I do have something I could talk about. Yeah, it might be a little. If I get into this rotten business, the episode might run a little long, but it probably won't. I usually am like, okay. oh, I have a topic, and it's like after three sentences, like, yeah, I have nothing more to say. I just thought that was something. I like beans. <laughs> exactly. So cool, I'll, man. All I'll right, start. guess we'll wrap it up. Yeah, let's just wrap it up. Fuck it. <laughs> no, here, I'll do it. I'll do it. All right. So I'm going to start with. I really like beans. <laughs> I'm going to start with an apology of sorts. Oh, oh boy. I Is recently. A shout out apology? Recently. Oh God. In this episode, in this podcast, you made a reference to Escape from New York. Oh, okay. And I've seen that movie once, so. Okay. Well, I kind of was just like, yeah, uh huh, mm-hmm. but I'd never seen the movie. Oh, okay. I just pretended like I'd seen it. I'd misled you and the audience. I wonder why it's you kind did of that. like a lie of omission. Well, I just didn't want to get into it because we had another topic vibing. I think, you know, and you know, I don't, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, you uh, know, okay. we've, we, I, I didn't see The Godfather till recently. This would be another know, black mark in my cred. And I don't necessarily I know, care I about you. I'm also thinking of the audience. Like, like they're just going to all tune out. This guy well, never saw Escape thanks, from man. New York. Fuck it. <laughs> but, um, I can understand that if for no other reason than the amount of shit I give you for <laughs> not seeing classic films. Yes. So it's but understandable. I watched it. Like you said, you don't care, give ago. a shit about me anyway. It's for the audience. I so mean, I don't give a shit about putting on airs for you. <laughs> I can be my true imperfect self with you. Right, walking across the street in your shorts and a rope towel. Yes. Tube towel. Exactly. Exactly, towel tube. It did feel really good. It was very liberating. I bet it was. That's why I but remember it so well. But you can't voice that kind of thing onto the audience without their say-so. So I think it's it's a classy move to apologize. Yes. So, But I did see it. So that's my update. So you saw it? Yes. And I was kind of blown away because while I thought I was aware of this movie, I guess I wasn't. Like, like what at does all. that mean? Like I, I thought I knew about the movie. Like I guess I knew Kurt Russell is some kind of badass who has to well, escape yeah, from New York in some kind of dystopian futury type thing. Yeah, you know it. <laughs> but I mean that only begins to scratch the surface. Well, of course. So one um, what were we talking about? Like, what was I mentioning about Escape from New York? I have no idea. I think we were talking about, like, things that are in movies that we can't have now or something like that. Like, huh. you know, talking about, you know, using maybe the R word or in- insensitive Asian language. stereotypes in, like, Big Trouble with Little China, which I realize oh, is a different so movie bad. from Escape from New York. But, yeah. Well, it's still Kurt Russell. Yeah. But. And John Carpenter. What a team. Right. right. Yep. What a team. What? A team? They're a team. Yeah, the thing. Maybe we were talking about the thing or yep. something. I don't know. Yeah, we did about the on thing earlier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm watching the credits. Oh, boy. And just the names coming up. I'm like, Jesus. Like, okay. this I didn't realize this. Like, what? what? Do you have some examples? Uh, Lee Van Cleef. That was the Lee first Van name. Fucking Cleef. Which, 
to be honest, I saw the name and I was like, I don't know who that is, but I know the name because he's in a, they rap, they use the name in a Fuji song. Oh, I'm more boy. magnificent than Lee Van Cleef. Wow. Well, um, yeah, he's like the score by the Fugees. The, the like villain of every Sergio Leone spaghetti yes. western, basically. I Googled him afterwards and realized he is that, the yeah. Titular bad in the good, the bad, and the ugly. Right. But he was like a good guy in this. I think. I think I may be wrong. No, I'm right. I know, yeah. I, he played, I didn't know it was him when I saw it, so I have no idea. Yeah, he played like the 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 warden, the guy in charge that sends Snake in on the mission. Well, yeah, okay. He's he's not a bad guy, but I wouldn't call him a good guy. Well, he believes in. De- he seems to be the one kind of honorable guy, even though like his logic is confusing to me because they're like, "We're gonna send in the special forces and the arm. We're gonna get the president." He's like, "No, I one sent man. in my guy." Just give him time. Right. Even though we've lost contact with him for over 12 hours, we have no idea what's happening. Just wait. Just wait. I'm He's sending got 12 more hours. This criminal. Like, it, it's very bizarre. But, yeah, I get it. I mean, that, but that's the type of movie. Like, it rebels yeah, who cares? in that. Kind of that's... like the Fast of the, and the Furious today. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Because the concept of the movie. I had no idea. <laughs> so, okay, New York is turned into a prison. You All had right. no idea about any of this. I, I, I think I may have assumed it was something like that. Because I knew you had to escape from New York. I knew there was like a wall around it or whatever. And it was like some kind of like hell dome. I wonder if we were talking about how they did those computer generated graphics. We weren't talking about that. But that was amazing. And watching it in context in the movie. The thing is, now that I know how they did it, you totally see it. But it looks cooler than computer graphics. I'm actually upset that I told you about that like how it was done yeah i don't know i may have told you about it it. what's that i may have told you about it well i'd already seen it so that wouldn't be offensive right i just saw the tweet i don't know maybe i sent you the tweet or you sent me the tweet i feel like anymore who knows tweets they go they come they're so fleeting that was that was too topical yeah timely but the president, Air Force One, crashes. Right. So one, they turn Manhattan into a prison, which, okay, checks out. Yeah. Like New York skyline, Twin Towers. Well, we'll just make that a prison. There you go. It's a wretched hive of scum and villainy, villainy anyway. Which so. does go along with this like early 80s or just 80s in general type of outlook. Well, New York, which is was like just the, like uh, crime is going to overtake America. It's America's rotten at its core. We need some authoritarian police force to like keep everybody in line. I mean, that's it was like a through line of a lot of like eighties film. Wait, what year is this now that we're talking about? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I hear what we, you're saying, but it's we, not yeah. a through line in our media in the sense of how we envision the future. You know what I mean? I do. I do. Like, like now it might now it might be done ironically or done give like it ten, yes. Give it ten more years, though. Yeah. It, well, yeah, it'll come back it'll around. Come back around. Um. But uh, yeah, and yeah, I was I was wondering when did like that happen? Like when did movies stop? almost just taking it as a given that the future would be some kind of authoritarian police state like strange with, days 
was the turning point. Okay, interesting. I, I feel that. I, I don't really have any particular example or evidence to back that up, except, again, a feeling I came away after I watched it. Like, that was different. Yeah. I do remember that. Like, well, what was different in that that I thought was that instead of showing African-American culture as some kind of, like, lesser than other or or like there's crime, it was showing African-American culture integrated into the mainstream in the future in a way that had not been done in movies previously at least like movies that would be like mainstream like that that i would be watching just as like a sci-fi movie that young white boy from central pennsylvania would see yes exactly yeah yeah okay um it's neither here nor there that was just the first thing that came to mind like oh that's fucking different yes i I I enjoyed it so let's just go back to the credits lee van cleef ernest borgnine well, yeah, he's got to be in all of those, right? Isaac Hayes. Isaac Hayes? Get the fuck. Yeah, he was the Duke. Right. God damn Harry it. Dean Stanton? Did not Mother know. Motherfucker. He's a main guy. Adrienne Barbeau, which you may or may not know. I remember her from other 80s movies. She was in Don't a lot me. of these like B movies. Okay. Who had... Uh, was... was um amply endowed you know sure. as part of her trademark i feel i don't at least in these 80s like kind of b-movie things yeah she was in swamp thing that's and the Margaret. movie that i sticks in to my mind when i think of adrian barbeau okay anyway so yes all these names and i'm like what the fuck this is like some kind of super movie right it has all these people in it now you say ernest borgnine has to be in there like why what where i don't is he what? I don't know. In 1981, wasn't he just in everything around that time? I mean, maybe he was a very successful character actor in a lot in of things. In my stupid little world, Ernest Borgnine was like big shit. I guess. Yeah, Ernest Borgnine was big shit for me too. I don't know why. Because he was in Airwolf. Yeah, I guess so. Airwolf yeah. and this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to look it up. Like, why else would I even? Would I even fucking? I mean, Airwolf mm-hmm. clearly. But fine. Yeah. Why is he a big deal to like a seven-year-old? I don't know any of these fucking movies. The Black Hole. Like, sure, I saw that. I guess. I don't think I've ever seen that. Yeah, but I, I was like seven. Right. So I don't remember it. I always forget. Airwolf was a TV movie. It wasn't Jesus. a TV. It was a TV show. It's a TV movie first, 84. Could have been. I mean, that was probably just like the pilot I don't that know. they released as a movie. But yeah. They usually say that. So who knows? Yeah. Directed by Donald P. Belisario. So maybe it was just the uh, pilot. Yeah. Or, you know, they make it as a day like. Yeah. they Or they make this TV movie as a way to slide and be like, hey, we could do this as a show. The movie does good. Kind of a thing. It's a way, to, I think, way to do it. Yeah, or it's a budgetarial there. way. They're like, okay, this is a very expensive pilot. We can't just have you make it for us to like turn it down. Right. So make this as a TV movie. We're going to show it. We're going to green light you for a TV movie with a budget. 
And if we like the TV movie and it does well and everything, then it could go into a show. Like sometimes they can, I feel, can do things like that. It's like creative accounting or whatever. Yeah, maybe so. I then also this is one of those ones that we fail to mention when it comes to like, you know, twinsy movies because there was also Blue Thunder not not too far off from this, right? Which was a, uh, I guess, a Roy Scheider vehicle about a <laughs> kick-ass helicopter, helicopter patrolling yeah. the skies above yes. Los Angeles. Yeah. I, and again, aware of that movie, see that it was on TV all the time, somehow never watched it. It's right up my alley. I don't know why not. Same thing with Escape from New York. It should be right up my alley, right in my wheelhouse. Like I just Well, never... and The Thing. You had never seen The Thing until recently. Yeah. A lot of this John Carpenter stuff I hadn't seen. Man, Halloween? But, yes. No. No. Careful now. <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, I, I've not seen. So I looked at just when I watched Escape from New York, I specifically looked up John Carpenter. It's like, I want to watch a John Carpenter movie. Hell yeah. Let me look at his list of movies here on Wikipedia. And I was like, Escape from New York. Let's go. Let's see. Is that available streaming? Why, yes, it is. Okay, let's go there. Because I had watched The Thing. And I had watched, now this is going to sound weird, I'd watched the first half of Starman recently. I remember really enjoying, which is saying something for, what, being like a 10 or 12 year old kid? Yeah. Starman, yes, I saw that movie a lot as a kid. At least I feel like I watched the beginning of it a lot. I have no idea how it ends. Me either. And then... um, You know, I do, I watched like the first half of it a while ago, a couple months ago, and I was really into it. That John Starman Carpenter vibe, you know. Starman abides. There's something about the, the that filmmaking in that time where it's just like you know, like you can just picture John Carpenter like I am going to will this movie into existence through my sheer, you know, brute force like carpenterism. Going to make it happen. Going to make it work. Like it doesn't matter. Why is New York a prison? It doesn't fucking matter. That's just the concept, all right? Right. How are we going to shoot this scene? It's like, well, we're going to have someone, like, climb into this vat of toxic waste and, like, do like It will make it work. You've heard of suspension of disbelief, motherfuckers. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah, so the movie, I just got to call out the plot of this movie because it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, do it. Manhattan is turned into a maximum security prison. You, you're a criminal, they just throw you in there. There you go. You're just in Manhattan now. Walled in. The, brid, the, the bridges, rather than destroying the bridges, they mine the bridges, which seems a little odd, but okay. It ups, Again. The, uh, it's up, ups the ante, man. Yeah. It's like introducing a gun in the first act. Better use it by the third act. Right. Right. I'm just saying, logically, like, they could Suspension just... of disbelief, motherfuckers. Exactly. Well, it requires a lot of suspension of disbelief. But now, so imagine, York... now imagine the guy I just sent you said, says that. You're going to argue with him? Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. So New York... So Manhattan. I say New York, but it's really Manhattan. Yeah. The island of Manhattan. One borough. You know, there's no value on that island at all. We might as well just use it as a prison. <laughs> right, right. Like, yes. 
So, so Manhattan is a prison, walled in prison. Meanwhile, the Air Force One crashes into Manhattan. The Somehow, president survives. You know, you'd think they'd route it around. Yes. Well, the Air Force One was hijacked, which is another thing. There was so much exposition in this movie to explain how we get to this scenario of the president trapped. Like, I had to stop and look at the time on the movie because it was 30 minutes in, a full 30 wow. minutes in until Kurt Russell actually, like, lands in New York. And it's like, okay, I'm going to go find the president. But then that photo of John Carpenter comes alive and says, don't worry, it'll be worth it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and it was. <laughs> so, again, n- not a lot of explanation. Kurt Russell, some kind of super elite special forces guy who then after working Fallen for the United grace. States, he decides to become a criminal, gets <laughs> caught. He's going to be sent to the island. It just so happens on the day he's being sent to the island, the president crashes there and is stuck in New York. And the warden, Lee Van Cleef, gives him an offer. You can go in there and rescue the president. We'll give you a full pardon. And he's like, all right. And he goes in and rescues the president. Good job, Mac. There was some weird shit in this movie, though. So you only seen it once, so you probably don't remember. Probably not. How we're introduced to Ernest Berg Borgnine. I just, it's too, there's too much craziness that goes on. I, no, I don't remember. Kurt Russell is in Manhattan now, and there's some type of like stage, like the movie theater. Yeah. Maybe it's supposed to be like Broadway. I don't know. But like he goes in there, and on stage, it's some kind of like, drag show or something okay and there's like the seats are just full of people watching it like these criminals in dressed in their rags they need entertainment too yeah exactly and ernest borgnine is there with a big smile on his face bopping back it's just such a bizarre scene like what the fuck is happening i mean there's like no explanation they're criminals yes but also they're not and they're prisoners technically, I guess, but also th- they've just built their own society. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Complete with so, like drag shows. Yeah. And you'd have, you know, on a long enough timeline, any society will eventually develop their own drag shows. I, I believe so. And so Ernest Borgnine is one of the uh, performers? No, no. He's just watching oh. it. Oh, Okay. I was like, like, Jesus, yeah, I thought Snake, I would have remembered that. Snake comes in because he has some kind of like homing device. He's trying Pliskin. to like find the president. Yeah, Snake Pliskin. And so he like comes in, you know, into the back of the theater, the audience of this drag show. And he's like slowly like walking down the aisle, walks off to the side of the stage, off to some back room. And Ernest Borgnine notices him and like stands up and goes to follow him. And that's how he gets Because Ernest Borgnine then catches up to him. And I thought he was going to be like... Who knows what he was going to do, but he was just like, oh, I know you. You're Snake Bliskin. Blah, blah, blah. You're great. Like, and that's how he got, you know, joined this thing of Merry Men. This fucking movie. Yes. Oh, man. Now, there is also a weird, 
Now, if we're going to talk about the inappropriate stuff in this movie, might as well. There is one thing again that just hits you over the head. Like, why is this even in here? (sighs) There's some part of the movie where they're like repelling bad guys, Mm -hmm. and they're described as redskins. Hmm. The guys like redskins. They're savages. Interesting. And then in the credits, it says something like Native Americans. And then there's like a list of actors. And I was like, oh, they're like literally meant they're Native Americans. I I was just like, I don't understand what that was going for at all. And yeah, we can just like delete that part. So weird. Just so fucking weird. I don't get it. It's really hard, even though I was like six when this movie came. I mean, yeah, I was only six, I guess. So that's why I was just like, it's so hard to put my, like, I'm very close to that society, you know, that would produce that line in this movie. But at the same time, like, I'm so far away. Like, I just don't even get it. Like, I just don't even understand what the fuck was happening. With I mean, that. I could, let me, uh, we'll run another simulation and see if this would make more sense. Because I think yeah. to me, this, it would make more sense. I'm not saying it would be appropriate by any means, but it would make more sense if they did it like this, like almost like, um, what the fuck's it called? <laughs> Jesus. After all that, uh, not the outsiders. What is it called? There's, there's all the gangs. Oh, in New York um, and they, they got I know a, what you mean. Yeah. Um, what the fuck's it called? um, um, God, I hate myself. Oh my God, what the fuck is it called? You just killed me. This is terrible. um, Warriors. The Warriors. Yes. Jesus. Right. If it was something like that where all these factions had developed and the one faction called themselves Redskins and they like their whole shtick was like dressing up in like quote unquote Native American garb. Yes. You know, and carried tomahawks and shit, but they weren't, you know, they were just fucking white dudes yeah or or whatever i mean that's similar to what we have today with like a sports team right not anymore we don't not anymore luckily yeah fucking took a long yeah jesus but um but yeah and then but the thing that ruins it is you would just call them they'd be called the redskins you know in the credits right and then there's the list of that group of gang members but they didn't do that (laughs) right and like it was never explained and I didn't see anything about these people that said like oh this is like stereotypical Hollywood Native American garb you know yeah they weren't like yeah using tomahawks or anything like that headdresses or yeah (laughs) they weren't at least not that I noticed maybe I just it somehow washed over me and I missed it well usually they're pretty heavy-handed about that shit if they're gonna do it yeah you know exactly but this was just it was meant as like, well, maybe this was them trying to be progressive. Like they're just native Americans and they're, uh, you know, if you, there's not that many of them represented in the prison that is Manhattan. Right. As if, so they'd stick together <laughs> or something. Right. I mean, and of course, like the crass old, criminal is going to refer to them with a pejorative which was barely a pejorative back then because yeah we had a fucking football team I don't know who can say man I don't fucking know yeah weird shit weird shit 
And then, all right, one last thing I'll just say about it. Okay. The ending, the very ending of the movie. I mean, I, I remember that they are crossing the bridge. Yes. Time is, is running out. Tick tock, tick tock. Yes, this is after that. This is almost like the um, the epilogue okay. of the movie, the like resolution, right? Okay. Because he the he, he saved the president. Gotcha. And right. one of the things in this movie is it's not just the president he has to save. The president he like handcuffed this like briefcase to himself, and it's like you you he needs to get that brief the contents of that briefcase to this like summit with the Russia. Russians and the Chinese. You'd think they'd have backups of whatever's in there. It's like so important, right? And they're just like, you know, he there's a tape in there and he has to play that tape for the summit people. It's like so important. They don't really say what it is, right? And so at don't the end, to. they rescue the president and they're like, okay, president, we have it all set up. We have a video link here. You know, you're going to broadcast into the summit. It's all good. And, you know, his people are around him, like, get, like help, you know, get him, put on a clean shirt on him, giving him a shave, getting yeah. him ready to be on camera. You know, the put lights the, go. Uh, put the tube towel around his neck. Exactly. Towel. He's in gym shorts, flip flops. He's ready. Yep. Shirtless. And, and he's like, oh, okay, Russians and Chinamen. He's gonna make a real impression on those motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, he he takes the um, he, he so he's like you know, you know it's been a strange twenty four hours, but I'm here and um you know I think it's really important. You know I'm hoping that this can usher in a whole new era of peace on our globe. Uh, you need to there's something you need to hear, and he like plays the tape. And it's just some kind of like doo-wop music or something. Because that was Ernest Borgnine's tape in his in his cab. Snake switched them out. Oh my god. And it shows Snake walking away, because Snake has been pardoned. He's like walking away from the compound and everything, and he has the tape. And he starts pulling the tape out and ripping it up and breaking the tape apart. And that's how it ends. It ends. Boom. Movie's over. I have no recollection of that whatsoever. And it's like, what the fuck was that? I mean, he truly is an anti-hero. He's like, world peace, fuck that. I don't trust the president. That is fucked up. Yeah, I know. I think John Carpenter loved to give, like, endings that had a question mark in them like the thing ended in that kind of like for sure. unresolved way you know for sure now this isn't unresolved but it's like what well it kind of is because if that's gonna <laughs> usher in world peace and then he rips it to shreds like nuclear holocaust could break out or some shit right or maybe it was like you know what this is just your American way of thinking that you got this one thing that's going to save everything because you're so great and whatever. So maybe it's uh, he's being a good guy by ripping it up. Yeah, it's it's ambiguous. Like you said, it's just you can't know. I'm trying to remember how Big Trouble in Little China ended. Yeah. Well, don't tell me because I'm going to watch that one next soon. Well, you've come on. No, I haven't seen. I've seen pits of it. I'm very aware of some of the more iconic scenes from it. Which I definitely pits? know more. Which of, pits in particular? I've seen Kim Cattrall's pits. pits. 
And Kurt uh, Russell's pits. Kurt Russell's pits. I mean, both of them, I think, go sleeveless at different parts. So I've seen Bradley Pitts. It's Brad's lesser known, shittier stepbrother. <laughs> I don't. Dumb. It's a half brother. You haven't seen that movie. No. What? <clears throat> All right. I so, believe so, these are the only John Carpenter movies I have seen. Wait. Okay. Wait, wait, yeah. though. I, well, I know which ones you've seen. You've seen The Thing and uh, Escape from New York. And I saw the like vampire movie from like 1999 that he did with James Woods. Oh, my God. So the only one you'd see. Oh, Jesus. The only John Carpenter movie you'd seen before I finally coerced no, 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 you no. into watching The Thing was the James Woods vampire movie from 1999 or whenever. No, Starman. Oh, okay. Oh, fuck. Yeah, Starman. Okay. And uh, to some degree, they live. I lost you for a second there. No, no, no I'm, oh, I'm here. Nope, I'm here. Even the ambient music just cut. So they live perennials constantly on television. I've what probably ambient? seen the whole thing from watching the pieces of it, but I don't think I ever sat down and watched it one, one time all the way through. I know the kind of stuff that you watch on a, <laughs> any given night. Oh, boy. Yeah. And... um. And I'm just like, well, now just even even the full weight of it right now is just washing over me. Like the concept <laughs> that like it never occurs to you. Like, hey, I know there's these classics out there. So maybe, maybe maybe I just take one night off from the things I usually <laughs> spend six hours on, and I I don't even have to take the whole night off. I can just take twenty five percent of my media consumption night off, and spend ninety minutes watching this classic yeah Does, that never occurs to you it does occur to me from time to time and then I, it I have to be in the just the right mood I, I sometimes i watch it sometimes i'm like yeah that's really good but you know what i'm really jones you know it's like it's it's like i'm just really jonesing for something else you know some other type of experience it's like you know i'm gonna watch more uh kabuki theater on youtube tonight it's just what i i need right now you know i'm a creature of habit that's the beauty of numby because right. numby just takes all of that eliminates all of that shit from the equation no you're right numby has spoken you know, and you can't argue with it. The, o the only argument that's allowed occasionally and only in extreme circumstances is I will put that off until tomorrow. But you don't get to watch anything else then. Right. You just have to read a fucking book or something. The next thing you watch has to be that movie. And if you're not going to watch it tonight, fine. But you have to watch that before you watch anything else. Just, uh, they live like, I'm not, you haven't seen it. You've seen parts of it and I've seen all lots together of it in pieces. Yeah. And you might've seen all of it, but hmm. just cause I'm thinking like, 
between all of John Carpenter's films, that one is like the most notorious, except for Halloween, maybe? Yeah. Not Halloween isn't notorious. Halloween is maybe... Well, it kind of started that genre of film and, and the villain. Yeah, not notorious, famous, like iconic, we'll say even. Yeah. Because everybody knows that fucking mask. Right, like, which was a William and, Shatner mask. A William fucking Shatner it mask. It all comes and, around. And, uh, yeah. Why? Because he's hurtling through the abyss of space? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, no, just always, everything, I can connect it back to Star Trek, man. That's right, all roads lead to the Trek. All Treks lead to the Trek, for that matter. That we cast to the ground I guess that's good enough. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> count it up. Yep, let's count it up. Ready? Ready. One, two, three, four. Oh, shit. I really didn't even mean to do that. Do we need to do it again? No. <laughs> your, your four is a beep. Okay. It's just a sound. No, but... I didn't, like, hit it the way I normally would. I think it's fine. Yeah, you can... Well, you're the sound engineer, so you, you tell me. I'll do it again if I need to do it again. You know what? Were you just... Lo- Let's do it again. Let's do it All again. Right. All right. here we go. Here we go. Oh, for real this time. One. <laughs> okay, that's... Okay. Let's count it up. Let's count it up. Mm, like big boys. Mm-hmm. Big boys who can count. One. One. Yeah. 